snippet of an episode of Shortbox Summary. I'm your host, George, and I'm joined by two of my besties from the Frame Skip video game podcast. You can look for that show on the App Store, on the, the podcast store of your choice. Just go to the podcast mall, check out the aisle of video game podcast, and please pick out the latest episode of Frame Skip. But I got my buddies. I got Austin and I got Seth here. And we're going to talk really quickly. We've never done this before. We've never talked about something so recent on Shortbox Summary. But we're going to talk about the four love and thunder trailer the teaser that dropped today from marvel boys 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 what did we think of thor austin kicking it to you first so i thor has always been one of my favorite marvel characters like growing up he was aside from fantastic four he was the one that i read the most and so um you know the the mcu has been on an interesting trajectory with him but certainly after Ragnarok, like seeing the quality of that film and just the way they've taken his character and the things that they show in this trailer, I am extraordinarily excited. I'm so extraordinarily excited to see um, how things progress with him and, and especially with the Guardians being in the mix now and and Natalie Portman, you know, just, oh man, I am so excited. Very mm-hmm. excited. I think it looks great. Seth, how are you feeling about it? First off. Is this an explicit podcast? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. This trailer got me fucking jacked. <laughs> I was watching this and you see Thor like like fat Thor like getting in his training regimen and he's doing the he's doing the chains and I'm like, yes. Yeah, yes. let's get it. <laughs> you know, not, I was like, not that there's anything wrong with dad bod, but get ripped, yeah. my guy. Yeah. yeah. Let's get back in it. And the next scene is just him like absolutely shredded with his skin tight shirt, and I'm just like that's that's Chris Hemsworth. That's who we want to see. I like. And, sorry, go for it. Sorry. No, I was just going to say in, in his interaction with the Guardians of the Galaxy is phenomenal as well. Like that was one of the best parts of was it Endgame? That he joined yeah. up with them. Yeah. Or, that was in, one of the best Infinity parts War. of Endgame. Little, little oh, both. Yeah, Infinity little War. Both. yeah. Um, him with Star-Lord, those two interacting is just the best possible combination I can imagine. And, you know, I was never a big fan of the Thor comics. I thought they were a little, I don't want to say boring, but boring. And I absolutely love the MCU Thor. He's my favorite character in the MCU. It's a shame he had two mediocre movies to start with, but I thought Ragnarok was phenomenal. And this looks like they're carrying over the same type of energy. And I absolutely love it. Yeah, things look a little different from from the comic story. Obviously, I hope it is because I already read that comic story. It's pretty good, but man, I would love to see something a little different. Um, I think you're 100 percent right. Like when you were talking about like the interplay with like the Guardians, there's like I, that's my favorite thing is that like Thor was always so awkward because he was like, you know, a time displaced god essentially right like in his head it was still like the 1200s because that's like that's just how he is over time but he was like living in like you know 1960s new york with the avengers or whatever and like the jokes would just come from him going like verily i i hastily move to the kitchen you know it's just like all that bullshit but like here it's just awkward because it's just like oh like i literally don't know how to talk to mortal people like that's like that's why it's like awkward now and i fucking love that it's so much fun and there's one shot with him overlooking this vista of like this down, yes. this down thing. That is a direct scene from the comic. That is Faligar, the behemoth. That is a God that he references in the comic story. This entire movie looks like it is referencing the Jason Aaron and Assad Ribic and Ron Garney 
and Russell Dodderman and Butch Geis and like just so many talented artists that have worked on this extended Thor run that Jason Aaron was was writing over six years. And the art is what makes this like the Assad Ribic art in the original God of uh, Thor, God of Thunder comic just looks like like the myths that old people would tell like, before TV existed. Like it's like what you would picture it just looks like a fucking Renaissance painting, right? Of just beautifully lit scenes incredibly epic vistas and god damn i am so excited for this movie i am so excited for this movie i just i love movies that have personality and taika watiti just has fucking personality dripping out of his pores yeah dude you have no idea by the way how excited i got just to see korg again because he is like one of the best oh yeah characters in mcu history and he he's overlooking that vista and he's not in the comic so it's just like fuck yeah we're getting something different same but different fuck yeah i just love though the fact that 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 is taika obviously and like the the fact that he has this amazing new um kind of direction he's going with thor but not just that he's like he's in it and he's one of the best characters and so that um, scene in endgame when they're all just like chilling on thor's couch playing video games and like he insulted him and thor put on the headset and like yelled at him yes wonderful (laughs) scene dude incredible i love that friendship and um yeah, it's cool. And and you know what else? Like, I'm not the biggest fan of um, what, what people we would call like Lady Thor. Um, but because not because I dislike her character or the story. I actually think the story is phenomenal. I just can't get over like my like the name. I hate. The well, name. I mean, they never call her Lady Thor. They call her fucking Thor. Just so we're 100 percent right. clear in the comics. Like they yes. just call her Thor. So I, I agree that Lady was... Thor is the dumbest goddamn name. Just call her Thor. No, see, that's my problem, though, is that like... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Thor's his name. That's like me. That's, that's like someone being like, yo, I'm Seth. I'm like, okay, well, you're pretty cool, you know, but like, I'm Seth. I'm, I'm so Seth you're like saying that. that you're the only Seth on this on this planet. No. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> guess like in the context, in the context though, it's like it's the hammer. Whosoever holds his hammer, if if they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. So like I totally understand. We're like, yeah, his name is fucking Thor Odinson. Like that's like just his name. The way you're, you know, Seth Karate Belt. Like that's just like your name, right? But like yeah. if someone were to put on your Karate Belt and then just have the powers of Seth Karate Belt, like I understand why that's confusing, but also it makes goddamn sense because it's a fucking comic book, Seth. Uh, I just I hate calling it Lady Thor or female Thor like it's just Thor like I think that like just makes the mythology way more exciting the fact that like this godhood is like a disguise that someone else can put on like it is like a persona I think that just makes the world more interesting I don't disagree I just don't like the name I get it okay all right so George I need a I need like a this is my podcast so you're wrong so just so we're clear I need a learning lesson here Yeah, is that Zeus that shows up in the trailer with the lightning bolt? Oh yeah, I was concerned it, about that too. It looked well, like it. So basically, work? so this story is taken like it started off in 2012, I want to say, and it was like Jason Aaron and uh, Asad Ribic was the original creative team, and then like I said earlier, Ron Garney, Butch Geis, Russell Dodderman, like they just kind of like handed the baton off for all these. But basically this Thor story is incredible. Like the comic itself, it takes place at three different time periods. Like it takes place when Thor was young before he was even worthy to hold Mjolnir. It takes place contemporarily where he's an Avenger. And then it takes place like literally right before the eventual heat death of the universe at like the end of fucking time. So like this story is happening at three different time periods in the comic. What hit me with the, hit me with the subtitle, bud. What is this? Called? Yeah, I need this too. in my life. Okay. Thor, God of thunder. 
it's either 2012 or 2013. The creative team is Jason Aaron is the writer. And then the first artist is Asad Ribic. It is, I finally read this story because it, it finished two years ago. It climaxed with this big crossover event called War of the Realms. And that was just like this big, you know, epic summer crossover shit. But that was like the last big story. And then there was like an epilogue that Jason Aaron wrote. But like he's been writing Thor for eight years at that point, six, six, eight years, nine years, however long he was doing it. But like he will constantly jump between different timelines. And so it's like young Thor meets this guy named Gore, the God Butcher. And before he's even the God Butcher. Right. And so he's like just meeting this thing. He's just like intent on killing him. And like he thinks he beats him and then discovers in present times just like, oh, shit, I didn't beat him. And then it's it's just fucking epic storytelling. And the fact like it ties everything together so well with like all these disparate cosmic events that like you don't even think are going to happen. And then it does happen. And we talked about it in this week's episode of Frame Skip, but like the Fight Club moment where you're just like, oh, shit, that's what that is everything makes more sense now. And so I am so excited that you nerds are about to read this shit because it is one of the most epic grand storytelling adventures in, in modern Marvel history, like in recent Marvel history and the art by Russell Donnerman in particular is fucking gorgeous. Like this guy can draw the shit out of a book. Asad Ribic's art is absolutely peerless. I'm so excited about this run. I can't believe that this movie is getting made. And it's coming out, uh, I think the Jason Aaron Thor Complete Collection Volume 5 comes out in May. So that entire saga is available across five giant trade paperbacks. And it'll be out by the time this movie comes out. And right. that is the best way to read it. Can't recommend it enough. Well, so let's, let's, let's roll back a second. Okay. Because to Austin's question, which was, that looked like Zeus. But I was under the impression that the Greek gods weren't really in the Marvel Universe. That was more of a DC thing. Oh, no, they totally are. Like, Hercules has been That's an Avenger, yeah. So there's all these different pantheons. I had no idea. All these different pantheons exist at the same time. And this story in particular deals with this guy named Gore the God Butcher. That's who Christian Bale's character is. And I'm not spoiling anything because there was a toy reveal. And God damn, does Gore the God Butcher look like shit in that toy reveal? But it's basically like someone is murdering gods. Someone hates gods and is killing them. And it's like Thor basically solving a mystery, trying to figure out who and how. Interesting. Yeah, and it, and if I'm remembering correctly, isn't it Russell Crowe that's playing Zeus? I'm pretty sure it is. I think it is. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, and I certainly need to read that comic now. <laughs> yeah, and then halfway through, like it, uh, the the one really annoying thing about that comic is that it actually crosses over with a different comic book event called. Oh my god! Original Sin is the name of the book. I hate that. And so, okay, now yeah, you lost me now, George. I, I, read Original Original Sin Sin. And I, oh. I will put together. I will put together like a reading <laughs> list for you. It sucks because like Jason Aaron wrote it, and so like this is what happens. Um, so the original Thor was happening. It was it was really good. Like Thor got a thunder, whatever. It was really good. And then Jason Aaron writes this series called Original Sin, where like someone learns every dark secret of the entire Marvel universe, and like slowly reveals shit to all these characters right and so something is said to thor that we have no idea what it was for two years but all of a sudden after that moment thor becomes unworthy and can't lift mjolnir and then that's when it's been revealed so i'm not going to hold back anymore but that's when jane foster picks up the hammer and her story in that is one of the most like beautiful intense epic stories that marvel's ever told like it, it's amazing that that happened in like a single hero storyline and not 
in an event because like it has all the gravitas of an event, but it just plays out in a monthly book. Absolutely incredible. Just just to be clear, so we're on the same page of history. Original Sin is the comic event that broke me on Marvel Comics. I was broken before that. I was broken during Fear Itself. <laughs> I needed a break. I was and broken that was another... long before you. <laughs> uh, no, I actually tried coming back for Original Sin, and I got like three issues into it. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this. Like <laughs> that that event reads way better collected. That event reads way better on Marvel Unlimited. That event reads way better when you're not buying every single issue individually. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, that event. It wasn't good until like the last issue. It's like, why didn't you guys like? make the last issue a little like why don't you make that happen a little sooner you know like why didn't you make the exciting part not on page 156 out of 180 it's sort of like when dc made us wait for three jokers for like six years or whatever how long was three years and then that story sucked ass yeah um Um, that story sucked that that is like one of the prettiest comic books i've ever seen three jokers but it is just Mm. like one of the fucking most point like literally pointless stories to have ever existed in all of dc canon physically hurt to turn the pages yeah Um, I was excited for Natalie Portman though. I'm glad she's back. I'm a big Portman fan. Yeah, Portman, yeah. Portman, Portman, Portman. Of course. Our 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 kind grew up on Star Wars episode one, two, and three, so we have to oh, be sh- Natalie Portman oh, fans. Sh- fucking baby, shut up, Austin. I grew up on Closer, <laughs> where she said horrendous things to Clive <laughs> Owen and Jude Law. Look, Fuck. I'm yeah. sorry, but you know, being five years old, watching Star Wars episode one at five years old, and seeing you know a five year old in that movie of my kind falling in love with a 17, 18 year old girl in that film incredible yeah it was so cool learning about intergalactic trade law uh from someone (laughs) as talented as as natalie portman yeah thank god she was there yes Yes. explain the the process prequels bitch love her rap (laughs) (laughs) suck jaja bing 17 dicks her raps are so so offensive and awesome my headphones are gonna die soon final thoughts on the thor gone thunder uh, is this your most anticipated movie and Marvel thing, MCU thing going forward? This might be my most anticipated yes. MCU thing ever. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. shit. I'm yeah. very much so looking forward to Doctor Strange, but I think more so this. I think for sure more so Thor. Yeah, Strange is a whole other conversation. I think this looks more like a movie. Like Doctor Strange looks more like a like a platform if that makes sense like yeah. like yeah. a literal jumping off point to like explain yeah. why shit's gonna happen the way it does in the mcu in the next couple of years i think this looks more like a movie like more like a contained story so like that's why i'm a little bit more excited for this yes but damn yeah i'm excited for both are you guys before uh this is sorry we just we never talk about like modern stuff on this podcast so it's really exciting do you guys give a shit about miss marvel coming out to to disney plus soon not really. I'm excited for it, but not like crazy excited. I don't know. I so like my mm. problem with Miss Marvel is I always thought stretchy powers are lame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Specific, I think Reed Richards right. is like yeah. the most boring thing ever. Mr. So, Fantastic like, thought, will remember that. Yeah. He like, literally I, I, stretches I the folds of his brains to be smarter, but alright. Yeah. Tell I mean, me that's no, a dumb like, use of powers. No, it's not. That's really cool. All right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> fair enough. That's really cool. Elastigirl, Seth. For God's sake. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just like you couldn't give her like lightning powers, like like the lightning bolt. You couldn't like do something cool like that. I don't know. That, well, they're I changing never... her powers. They they're are changing her powers, her powers in, the, in the show. Originally, she was an Inhuman from like a big Terra Genesis event that the Inhumans dropped like the Terrigen crystals on Earth and basically like swept across. I don't want to say like a plague, 
but like a like a storm front basically going yep. going uh like through the united states if not the world i'm not super clear on that part but that was how, like she became an inhuman and uh they are apparently not acknowledging the inhumans whatsoever and it looks like almost she's getting like well. quasars like bands almost like it looks like she's getting way more cosmic infused powers than than that and so that bums me out because i like it when the universe like really folds in on itself like i think it's really cool in the comics that like franklin richards for the longest time was a mutant you know like the fact that like the son of reed and and sue storm on the fantastic four that he was a mutant like i thought that was really cool i liked it that magneto's kids quicksilver and scarlet witch i like that they were avengers like stuff like that makes the universe feel way more interconnected and way more codependent in a way that I think it's interesting. And so like sort of losing that potential for Miss Marvel kind of bums me out. But I'm also excited to see like a new take on a on a really popular hero. And given the way she was portrayed in the Avengers, like I've got like in the in the game, sorry, in the Avengers, um, like they, they know how to tell like a compelling story with a character like that. So I'm I'm just cautiously optimistic. Real quick, was that the same Terrigen Cloud that killed Cyclops? Or like, I believe so. Yes. Wasn't he didn't actually die there, but like, uh, yeah. Frost took, the vision. took him off the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just make yeah. sure. Just want to say, by the way, while we're on this and we're, we're already rolling, really enjoying Moon Knight so far. I know. Oh a lot my of people god. Are yeah. Actually, kind of down on it, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. Like very. I don't much understand so. why they're down on it. It's just yeah, like I a don't really good action movie broken up into parts. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I Seth, think people maybe. No. So like the thing is with me, dude, is that like. I think a lot of people maybe might feel the same way that I do, which is I, I just, I've like Thor is the first superhero movie I've been excited for since maybe Avengers two, you know, Mm -hmm. like I just, they took something I loved and they hit me with it until I just couldn't take it anymore. You know, like I just, I I'm, I'm not excited for superhero movies or even, or TV shows or anything really at all anymore. I just, there's too much of it at this point. So, um, but I, I am excited for Thor, but like, uh, Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange two, like the rest of it. I'm not really, I'm not really about it. I hear you. The thing I really dig about Moon Knight and Austin, you can back this up is like how disconnected it is from the greater MCU. Like, I think that's actually yeah. its greatest strength. They, like they have made literally like no references whatsoever, aside from one like reference to a place. And that was like it. So. Yeah, it is. It is not a jumping on point for the MCU, but it is just like a place that observes similar laws of like physics and, and magic as the MCU. Like that's pretty much it. Like there's no it, well, like, direct I connection. I, I just, it's not necessarily the MCU. It's just that like every single thing that I've consumed for the last 10 years, every movie I've gone to see has pretty much been a superhero movie. Right. Yeah. And at this point I'm just like, I don't, I, I just don't, I miss when it was, Here's the Spider-Man three. You know we don't get any other here, like other superhero movies except for X Men and Spider Man and a cool Batman yep. movie that may or may not be terrible comes out every six years and it's like okay well this is like an event right but then and the Marvel started and you know God forbid or you know not God forbid but it was super popular and I was really into it and then they just kept going and going and going and and, and I was just like I'm I'm over it man. Dark Knight Rises is perfect. We got to wrap this up because my headphones are dying, but get used to these voices. You're going to hear them more on Shortbox Summary going forward. Um, Moon Knight, I cannot recommend enough just because it is not a superhero thing. It is literally just like a supernatural thriller. Like it's basically just like, what if, 
what if Jason Bourne were possessed by the god of, of vengeance? Who's like, what? Who doesn't want to watch that? That sounds fun. And I'm really excited because I, I have the final words. Is, I forgot, like, this is my podcast now. We just recorded Frame Skip, and now this we're on my show. Yeah, um, on the turntables. Oh, they go ahead and they turn, 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 baby. Um, please follow Austin on Twitter at Austin J. Eller. Please don't follow Seth at Seth the 90s Kid. Just observe <laughs> yes. his tweets. Don't follow him, though. But like, like what he has to say, because he's got smart, interesting things to say. Please follow sometimes. at PurpleBird616. Not sometimes. Shut up. You're beautiful. Uh, please follow at PurpleBird616 uh, for updates about the show. And uh, please rate, like, subscribe, do all the good stuff you're supposed to do. Interact with us. Talk to us. We're dorks. We just want to talk about dorky things. Not Seth, though. Uh, t- tweet at Austin Jeller uh, and tweet at PurpleBird616. And we'll relay what you have to say to Seth, to him. Thank you. Yeah. You can hear my late work. Thank you so much for listening to this special 20 minute snippet. I'm going to make this like its own little mini episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back uh, Fridays with more Shortbox Summary. Mm-hmm.